Chapter 1 Death was my only escape. I wouldn't give up on the grim reaper until I could taste earth in my mouth. I didn't want to go on, and I prayed for darkness to take me away. Inside, I was broken into pieces. Every ounce of my being shattered like tempered glass. Yet here I was, alive, wishing the doctors and everyone else would stop trying to put me back together. Because I was convinced the task was impossible. At least not until I remembered my entire past. Not until those unanswered questions around my parents' death were no longer a mystery. That shadow over my hazy memories needed some sun. But for now, I chose to grasp at the chance to forget my miserable life in any way I could, and death was the clearest answer to accomplish that. The corner of the room had been my safe zone for the past six days. My back hugged the little nook where the two wall sides joined. With my knees pulled up to my chest, I held my arms around them, squeezing to ensure my body wouldn't leave the safe perimeter I'd imagined. At least I thought I'd imagined it. It couldn't be real, could it? Since Ali had found me at the hotel, the line between reality and make-believe was blurred most of the time. Drugs still cruised through my veins like a virus, fusing in the middle of my brain. They'd fed them to me like candy. My arms were showered with bruised patches the needles had left. Now the oval spots were turning green, a bit more pleasant than purple, at least. At times, I was back in that dark room in which I'd been held captive, listening to the clatter of unlocking chains, screaming women, and crying girls. Their wails still rang in my ears. But once the narcotics made their rounds to each cell, the skin-cringing sobs stopped. The prisoners either passed out on the floor or were too stoned to know how to let their voices be heard. Those times, I stayed in my corner, quiet, pretending to sleep, praying they wouldn't pry my mouth open to feed me the drugs. They'd sneaked enough into my body with the little food I got to eat. Once it quieted, only a faint hum of the flowing water outside remained. We had to be close to a river, but I didn't exactly know where. Each time they prepared us for a job, our eyes would be covered. I fought against the need to sleep that month. In my stone state, I was haunted by nightmares. Each dream seemed like a forgotten memory of someone being shot. The gun held tightly in my hands, blood leaking from the little spot in his back. He turned to look me dead in the eyes. There was something familiar about those dark, gray eyes, yet I couldn't identify them. In my cell, moisture flowed down the earthen walls. The space resembled a medieval dungeon. Sometimes I thought I'd stepped into a time machine, but after a while, I knew it was the hallucinogens I'd been given. Luckily, I'd managed to hold on to a piece of my past to realize I hadn't been a whore my entire life. At my lowest, the memories drifted to a happier time full of deep laughter, fresh smells, and carelessness. But even those were becoming scarce. I knew I had days, if not hours, left in me. And if I hadn't been saved, I'd be dead. Such a wishful thought at the moment.
Right now, my body shook. The trembles returned when I thought back to my month-long imprisonment by the lords of the sex trade. Jitters of fear and hopelessness embodied me. It was all too much. I didn't know whether I could go on. I didn't want to. As much as my body needed some kind of powdered boost, I hoped the pain of withdrawal could kill me. Even if I had drugs, I wouldn't take them. I needed the feel of my aching muscles and nearly breaking bones. If I concentrated on my torture now, the horrific memories dulled. Each minute that passed felt too long. I could relive what had happened to me in half that time, and it hurt too much. But I had brought it all on myself. In that tiny cell, abandoned once again, I wondered whether everyone had forgotten about me.